Good morning, everybody. Hope you're all having a great day. I'm Chase Rumfeld, and with me as always, Nicholas Fisher. And together, we are your, your best, best friends. friends. Coming at you live, pre-recorded on this fine Sunday morning. Last time I've seen you was exactly one week ago, last Sunday, which is the last time we recorded. Yes, sir. So it's been one week. So please, tell me a few stories about your week. Uh, so this has been a disastrous week for anybody who works in a movie theater. It's, has, has, it's, any, has any new movies released? Frozen 2 oh, just Oh shit, came that out. already released? Yeah, this weekend. I don't even think I've seen the first one start to finish. Yeah, no, so it's been just absolutely uh, monstrous at the movie theater lately. It's been wildly busy. Kids, moms, everybody's trying to go see this movie. Uh, but surprisingly enough, I've got a guy at my work who we all claim as our resident Disney guy. Like, like he's the one, he... So he's a customer? No, 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 he's, he's one of the employees, oh, one of the guys there. that works for me. Okay. He, this is not an exaggeration, this is, this is the number, went and saw Moana when that first came out at least 30 times. 30? At least. That's miserable. That's being, like, conservative. The number that I have in my head is 46, but that might be wrong, and I know for a fact it's, like, an outlandish number. I've seen Moana once, and I've it was enough. I've never seen it. It was, Moana was decent. It was I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Right. Um, the Rock did an amazing job. When does he not? Of course. Mo- yeah, Moana was like a one-time movie. I mean, maybe two, three times to learn the songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you care about the songs. But I'm not kidding. He went and saw it 30, at least 30 I would, times. I would cry. The only movie I can see 30 times is like Back to the Future. That's true. That's just good film. But yeah, because that's good. It's a classic. Exactly, yeah. So he, he went and saw Moana at like... At least 30 times. So when Frozen 2 was like, you know, about to come out like a month ago, uh, a, a bunch of my coworkers and I got together and we were like, hey, let's put down some bets on how many times we think that he's going to go and see uh, Frozen 2. And so we all put out numbers. Some of us went more conservative. I, I think I went with like 12 okay. uh, because I was like, well, you know, it's the busier season. He may not have time to go and see it as many times right. as Moana. Um, so I went a little bit more conservative. Some people just went all the way up to the top with like a, far, a firm 30. Can I make my prediction before you say You know it? what? Actually, yeah. Go right ahead. My go prediction right ahead. with Frozen 2 being yeah. so large, I'm saying his number's 42. 42? I'm saying 42. You're going to go I'm, big? I'm going big. Big pickles on this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Or he hasn't seen it yet. Those are my two guesses. He One, has just been like, fuck it. Or two, he's just blown it out of the water. Right in the middle. And you're not going to believe this shit. 21? It's not going to be as... Like shocking for you as it was for me and my coworkers. He went and saw it. One time. Already once. Okay. Walked out halfway through and got a refund. What? Yeah. So it was like bad? I guess so. I haven't had a chance to talk to him about it yet. Just because like it's he been He got busy. a refund? He went and got a refund. At the place and that it, he works yeah, at. Yeah, I was going to say, and as an employee, yeah. he well, watched we, the movie. Yeah, he couldn't get the free ticket uh, because right. Disney rules three weeks. Yeah, so yeah. he just went and paid for it like you know, any of us would do. And Halfway through? Refund. Yeah, yeah. So it's bad. 
I coming from a Disney fanatic? That's what I'm saying. I'm so confused. I I don't know. It's almost at the point where like him it. not seeing it makes me want to go see it. I more. think exactly. I think next week's podcast has to start out with a review of Frozen Two. We need to go find time to go watch Frozen Two. You're right. Should I see Frozen One first? I mean, you I, know what could be interesting is I have seen Frozen One and I have a decent recollection. So me of seeing the plot. it without it, exactly. That All right, might so be I'm an not interesting watch, perspective. I'm not watch I've way. seen bits and pieces to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough, but to I've never understand. seen it straight through. Right. I've definitely seen it at least twice, but no more than like ten times. Right. I'm I'm excited for next week's podcast. I think that'll be I think that'll be a good time. Yeah. What? Well, uh, look forward to our pending Frozen Two review. Uh, expectations are low. I'm I'm shocked. I gotta say. Oh no! It was completely completely like. So he hasn't even seen it. A fool. One. Exactly. Not even a full one. Not even a full just one. A and I've been meaning to talk to him about it. I just haven't gotten a chance to talk to him. Fuck. So I have no idea if, like, I mean, if we're playing conservative, maybe something came up and he had to leave early. But he got a refund. But he got a refund. That's what confuses me. He said, that man got a refund. He did, He wasn't just like, all this right. This movie is not worth the amount of money that I have what, spent on eight, it. 12 bucks? 12 bucks? Uh, student discount? Yeah, like nine at most. Nine? Absolutely. That's outrageous. I mean, first of all, that's, out, that's outrageous how that's how much a movie ticket costs. I mean, yeah. And two, that's outrageous that he got a refund halfway through. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, let's let's pitch it this way. We went and saw... Uh, uh, Dora. S- we went and saw Dora. That is true. Not what I was going to bring up. Oh. Uh, we went and saw Spider-Man. Yes. We went phenomenal saw, movie. Which is a phenomenal movie. I love Tom Holland. Exactly. So we went and saw Spider-Man Far From Home. I would say that if we had to walk out halfway through, like something came up when we had to leave... I feel like I would be satisfied oh. with as much as we watched oh, halfway through to 100%. justify the money I spent on it. 100%. But also, there's nothing in the world that's more important than me than Spider-Man. I mean, so that's... So I would never walk out I guess, yeah, through. that's fair. That's but the... if we were, on the rare occasion... Yeah. If, if there was something that required it. Yeah, I was very satisfied with the first half. Even though oh, the first half was very slow. It was. It was definitely a slow It was burn. still very good. It was absolutely phenomenal. I do, I do believe Far From Home is probably my favorite Spider-Man movie. Even beating Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man I love 2. I love Tobey Maguire Spider-Man Two. It has 2. been talked to death on being like the quintessential superhero movie, but Spider-Man Two is just a mm-hmm. phenomenal piece of cinema. Spider-Man Two and Dark Knight Rises are probably my two favorites. Now, hang on, movies. you mean Dark Knight Rises or Dark Knight? Are we talking Bane or Joker? I like Bane. I the Joker, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker was phenomenal. Absolutely, I absolutely love Heath. No one's going to debate Ledger. that. Yeah, I I still. I think Heath Ledger did a better Joker than, uh, how do you pronounce his name, Joaquin? Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. I still think Heath Ledger's done a better Phoenix. Joker. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. I think Heath Ledger's done better, but also Mr. Phoenix, because I'm not pronouncing <laughs> that first name. Mr. Phoenix also hasn't had the Joker part yet. At the That's end of the movie, true. at the end of the movie, he just tapped into the like Joker. Like, he, he, he was like... Okay, here we are. Yeah, because the movie, the Joker movie was phenomenal. It was a very well-made it was, movie. It was absolutely, and I loved it to death. And I'm very excited for what they do with it. Yeah. But there were only the last 45 minutes, not even, 30 minutes, was him becoming the Joker and being the Joker. Yeah. Everything else was just... On the way. Yeah, on the way. Like, what led to it. Exactly. Which I thought was a really interesting angle. And I loved it. Yeah. Because originally, but, when, when they first pitched that they're going to do this Joker movie, I was like... I don't necessarily want like a 
backstory for how the Joker got made, because the whole point is that he's supposed to be just this, you know, ambiguous, chaotic well, presence. Well, was, wasn't the old Joker, he fell into some chemical pit? Well, but yeah, that's usually as in-depth as they get, is like, oh, he fell into, like, some asteroid whatever, and that's what gave him his, you know, distinctive appearance. But they never go into, like, yeah. how he, like, became, like, mentally the Joker, right. you know? Like, I mean, you look at, like, Heath Ledger's Joker from Dark Knight, and, I mean, that's not a guy that fell in some chemicals, that's a dude mm-hmm. who's got paint on his face. Yeah. That's the kind of guy that you're like, how did he get there? But I think what plays into that is the fact that there's no record of him. Right. Yeah, you know, nothing. In, in the established yeah. uh, Nolan universe there before right. Dark Knight. Except for like at the end of Batman Begins where it's like, oh, Joker card. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, but no, but yeah, that's it. There's yeah. no... There's, there's no, no... And they make that very clear uh, at the beginning of Dark Knight. There's no dentals, no fingerprints on it. Like, all His clothes are handmade. Exactly. Yeah. Everything is custom. But like, there's no I, I think, ties. I still think... Bane is probably the best villain. I thought I give Dark Knight Rises more credit than I think some people do. I think it definitely it's I would say not possible to meet the just all around fullness of Dark Knight. I don't know, man, because Dark Knight Rises has such like a good like it's it's mind bending as it is thrilling. Well, I feel like you could argue that for Dark Knight as well. I mean, there's there's like plot upon plot upon plot. In Dark Knight, the main plot is Batman finding the Joker, right? And then Harvey Dent. And then Harvey Dent comes around through what Joker is doing. It all so plays it into like Joker's plays, plan. Exactly, yeah. So it all plays in. But see, that's together. just that's just Joker being Joker. He's outsmarting the outsmarting the good guy. Right. But I mean, Bane is like, I don't know. I loved what was his name? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah, not Tom Holland. No. Tom Holland as Bane would be the greatest thing ever. On oh, Bane, mate. <laughs> Mate. Um, thwip, thwip. No, <laughs> wrong character. Thwip, Ah, uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dark, Dark Knight is good. Not as good as Dark Knight Rises. I, I disagree. I think that Dark Knight is definitely better than Dark Knight Rises. I think they're both great films. Like, I'm not going to debate that Dark Knight Rises is a bad film. I think that it's very good. I think, I think the thing that appeals to me is... There's a point in the in Dark Knight where it feels like, oh, this is the end of the movie. And it's it's that fairy scene where Batman like beats Joker, has him hanging off the ledge, and then like pulls him up. Mm-hmm. Um and then that feels like boom, Batman all, got the Joker. And then yeah, yeah. But and then, then and the Joker's like, Oh, the people will, but then the people turn to be good. Exactly. Even the bad guys turn to be good. And Joker's proven wrong. Hey shitty. Just showed you. <sighs> Whatever I said. <laughs> uh, but after that point, then there's still the unresolved Two-Face issue, which they go into. They play it really well. And then the ending of Dark Knight, I think that they transition into the beginning of Dark Knight Rises really well, where Harvey Dent you know, dies after turning into Two-Face and committing all these crimes. And, and Bruce Wayne Batman decides, like, Harvey Dent can still be this White Knight figure for Gotham to rally behind and, like, put away criminals. So if they find out that he did all this stuff, that goes away, and then all of this work is for nothing. He takes the fall, literally, and then he runs out, goes into retirement, and then at the beginning of Dark Knight Rises, it's just him being alone and curmudgeon-y. I think it transitions really well into the world that they establish in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Hearing that, hearing that, I think Dark Knight, just the Dark Knight, is a better movie... For the character Batman. 
that I agree with. I think Batman's character in Dark Knight Rises goes through an interesting arc, but it kind of just goes from him being like old, sad, curmudgeon-y, uh, like broken leg, mm-hmm. to I'm Batman again. Oh no, I got my ass beat. I got to become Batman again. Now I'm Batman, but stronger. <laughs> and then and then he wins the day. In in Dark Knight, he is like peak Batman performance. Yeah. I, I, I but he still like gets beat frequently. Uh, it's not so much him being like sad, then up, then down, then up. It's him up all the time. He just keeps getting defeated while he's up. Yeah. He loses, uh, what's, what's his name? What's her name? Tali Algol. No. Oh, uh, we're talking from Dark Knight. Rachel! That's what it is. Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, I, I love and uh, begins, Batman begins when he's, she gets hit with that scarecrow juice. And he's running back to the mansion with the whole helicopters and everything's changing up. And he just zooms in on his face and he's just, Rachel! Rachel! <laughs> He's driving the Batmobile at a hundred miles an hour. That was that was Batman Begins was not the greatest. It wasn't, and I've rewatched it a few times because it almost seems like it almost seems like unconnected from the thematics of Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, which feel like very grounded in yeah, reality because, in a way. Just, Batman Begins still has like that sort of element of like separation from yeah. the real like the way that the DC movies are now where it's like, okay, yeah, no, this this Yeah, and then what was it? This the scarecrow, the scarecrow little gas, the fear gas, yeah, yeah, the, like they put into like the water system and then blew up the water pipe, whatever. Yeah, they put it in the water system and every, then they use an every evaporator. Every person, every person that inhaled that was permanently affe- infe- uh, affected, um, affected, like they were permanently like like fucked in the head. They were insane. They saw that it happened with that one older guy. Rachel had it until she got the antidote, and so it was like this shit will permanently fuck you up. Mm-hmm. But then. At the end, when he's fighting Raoul Al Ghul or whatever that guy's name is. Ghul. Yeah, whenever he's fighting him and the train's going down and it's blowing up all like the water pipes, mm-hmm. all these people in Gotham would be affected that were in that area. But then when, the, when it's done, everyone's like, okay, we're good. I'm not insane. I don't remember. I recently watched it, so. Okay, then you might have a better idea. Maybe this is just my head being like, oh, this must have been what they're doing because that makes sense. I, they may or may not have introduced like the antidote chemical into the water thing. No, they never. Did they, they not? They never. They were producing the antidote. Yeah. But I know whoever Morgan Freeman played. I don't remember the guy's uh, name. Lucius Fox. Lucius, that's right, Lucius. Whoever Morgan Freeman played, he got one of the two antidotes. Kept mm-hmm. it. Was meant to like reproduce. And he it. was going to keep manufacturing it, mm-hmm. and then the other one went to Rachel. Played by Katie Holmes, who, if I'm being honest, I think was a way more kick-ass Rachel than Maggie Gyllenhaal. I think Maggie Gyllenhaal had a great performance and everything, but... Wait. Different actress between Batman Begins and Dark Knight. I was about to say... Yep. I was about to say... Yep, yep, yep. That I thought it... Well, first of all, wow. Mind blown for a second. Yep. I thought they were the same person, mm-hmm. but I, I remember watching Batman Begins, and I'm like, wow, Rachel's pretty hot. And then I remember watching The Dark Knight, and I'm being like, whoa... She gained some weight. But I thought it was the same person. I'm very no. bad with actors and actresses' yeah. names. So, I, I will never know. But Yeah, no. In, in Batman Begins, uh, the Rachel Katie Holmes character is, like, very investigative. Like, yeah. she goes out, figures it out, like, is not afraid to, like, kick some ass. 
in Dark Knight, you get a little bit she, of well, that at the beginning. She definitely lays back. She's definitely laid back, which there's a lot of debate about, like, the role of, like, female characters in a movie, like, instead of them being, like, just romantic interests, like, having them be, like, a full-formed character, which I think Mm -hmm. in Batman Begins, she's definitely, like, the romantic interest for Bruce, but... She's also uh, badass. Yeah, she also does a little bit of kick-ass. Now, I don't remember exactly, I'm sure that there's some stipulation to that, but I feel like in Dark Knight, which I've seen enough times that it's just permanent. I feel like Harvey Dent took her role. Like, her, like, kick-ass investigator Harvey Dent role. definitely became more of the focus than Rachel was. I, unfor- I think, unfortunately, that Rachel in Dark Knight sort of just got resigned to this pseudo-love triangle sort of yeah, situation. Yeah, because between... she was in love with Harvey Dent. Yeah. But she also loved Bruce, but Bruce couldn't be with her because Bruce had to change, and then Bruce did change, but then she died, and then Bruce went back to where he was, and then yeah. Harvey Dent went insane, and then... Yeah. Harvey Dent did what Harvey Dent did, and the Joker won. And I think it becomes then... worse in Dark Knight Rises because, like, Alfred keeps the letter that Rachel gives to Bruce burns in Dark Knight it. and burns it. Yeah. yeah. Letter that explains that, hey, I want to be with Harvey. Um, yeah. But, like, we can still be friends, lol. Alfred burns that because he's like, I don't think that Master Bruce will ever be ready to hear that. So then he's all depressed because Bruce is under the impression that she would have waited for me, but now she's dead. Ah, this, like, super sucks. Instead of, like, having the closure of, like, oh, I need to move on because she did. Uh, And that leads to a lot of, like, animosity and, like, character, quote-unquote character building. You trusted me, Master, and I failed you. That was a really emotional scene at the end of Dark Knight Rises. Because, like, Alfred really thinks that, oh, God... He's dead, and, like, I want, like, almost, like, a second son. But then... Alfred's pretty fucking badass. Alfred is an amazing character. I love him. I love him begins. His best line is begins when Ra's al Ghul, or names Mm -hmm. I can't pronounce. He uh, burns down the... um, The The mansion. The mansion, yeah. Oh, yeah, And the logs on him. (laughs) And Alfred's like, all these push-ups, and you can't even lift a stinking log. Mm. But I'm cutting you off, Chase. We've been going on for Batman for way too long. Hello? I think my dad's cleaning the outside kitchen. Yeah, I know. It's pretty depressing. I still live with my parents. I do live in like... Outside your parents. I I live in like... uh, A lot of people would consider this like an in-law suite. suite. Yeah. And you have to go outside to get to it. Yeah. So... And it's completely secluded on its own. You know, I got blinds and everything. So I can't see it. Yeah, I got my own AC unit. I got... I feel like that's the real definition of like, okay, you kind of live on your own. You have a separate AC unit. Yeah. I got my own... I got my own Keurig. That's true. I got my own outside kitchen, which I consider my kitchen, because I got a grill, I got a refrigerator, I got... Do you use it as a kitchen at all? Evo. Um, I use the uh, outside refrigerator. Mm. So, yeah. That's smart. Because that's all I use my inside refrigerator for, or inside kitchen for, is a refrigerator. Yeah. Everyone else does the cooking. Yeah. I just walk in there and grab what I need. They take care of it. That's right. And then I got a snack drawer. Yep. So yeah, I, I live I live alone out here. I got nice. I got my whole gaming setup. I got what else do I have out here? I got a pool table. Just keep describing your room. That's Should I keep make describing really my room? Content. Okay, I got a pool table. I got light fixtures. Nice. I got a pull up bar. Wait, hang on. What wattage bulbs do you have in there? Fuck, dude. I don't know. I'm an electrician. I don't even know. Uh, would I say, would like what is that? Like a thirty watt? Maybe a sixty watt? Watts? Yeah. Oh, God, we're going with watts? Or do you want to measure by lux or lumens? Yeah, I'm having surgery December 4th. Oh, my... I'm getting my tonsils removed. This is true. 
That is true. I'm very excited because I get two weeks off of work for this. That's the true. doctor told me, he said, the pain and misery will be about maybe four days. Four to five days, you'll be like miserable. Mm-hmm. He said, for about the first week, you'll feel it. He said, after the first week, you'll feel perfectly fine. He said, but you're going to need another week to fully recover. He's like, you're going to believe you're fine. Trust me, you won't be. Don't push yourself. So he's like, you need at least two weeks off. Right. And I was like, yo, if I'm only in pain for four days and I get 14 days off work, I'm fucking down. We're balling. And I get also that Monday off before my surgery off because that's my pre-op date. Mm-hmm. So I have to get that Monday off. I literally only, I work four days this week because we have Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. They're making us work Friday after Thanksgiving, which blows, but yeah. it's busy, whatever. And then I work Tuesday and then I'm off for two weeks. I'm fucking so excited for this coming up. Yeah. Period. Okay. I wanted to ask you. Yes. I've been holding off to ask you this. Wow. Recently, I got a small little text from you that said that you are now a manager at your job we're going back to your job yes i uh that's i want i want to talk about this because this this how you just got recently promoted very a, a short while ago this would be like day three well i'm saying your your last promotion when you went for a shift oh manager. yeah 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 uh no i've i've risen up pretty steadily uh so what what happened this is out of the blue because um, last promotion you were like whoa there's been talk about it this one you're just like Guess who's the bitch now? Uh, basically, yeah. So, I mean, when I got promoted to, like, staff leader, um, there really, like, weren't any. And so I just happened to be there at the time that they were like, hey, we should probably bring this back. Um, and I just happened to be there frequently enough. And, and, and that was for the shift manager? That was for, yeah, for the okay. shift manager. Um, or for staff leader, whatever. Staff leader. Um, and so they were like, hey, you do a really good job. Continue to do that and also take on some more responsibility. So I was like, all right, cool, cool. And then I've just been doing that for just like... selling s- some popcorn and... You know it, baby. Some I, pizzas. Uh, I will get those popcorns to you as fast as I can. I could go for some movie theater popcorn right now. Movie theater popcorn is good. It's fucking great. I could go for a good old Coke and some All right, here's popcorn. the plan. We're going to go see Frozen at some point. Yeah. I get free popcorn when I go in. Yes, sir. Let's get it. All the popcorn Frozen too. Only one of the things will disappoint us. Correct. <laughs> Only one. And it's of the not things. that popcorn. I make that popcorn. I've got the fucking technique. All the butter, baby. Not even. Okay. Real quick. This is Chase's advice for the week. Chase's advice for the week. Chase's advice for the week. If you are an individual who likes to put butter on your popcorn, which is fine. I don't care. Live your life. If you like to get it layered, go easy on the middle layer. Because the butter will go down, mm-hmm. and then go a little bit heavier on the top layer, because the butter will go down. Yes. This avoids leakage at the bottom of the bag, so you don't have all that nasty stuff on the bottom, mess up your pants or your hands, whatever. And the pop, the butter still soaks all the way through the popcorn. Because you start at the top layer, and the butter just keeps going down. Right. But it, it does focus on, obviously, the top. No, obviously, yeah. But also, that's the part that you care about, is when you start eating it. 
Because once you get to the mindlessly eating it part, you don't really pay attention to like, yeah, oh, well, this is... Because when you get to the part where there's no butter, yeah. you're you're starting the movie. Exactly. Because everyone eats the good part. Before the movie with starts. With the commercials. Exactly. When you care about the popcorn. Exactly. When you have time to care then, about the popcorn. Yeah, then the movie starts. This is and smart. I never thought like, about this. Yeah. Then the movie starts, and then you're just eating popcorn because... Because it's there, and that's yeah. what you're doing. That's what I'm saying, is like, there's a methodology Boy, to I this. I popcorn so bad. We can guess. Is it frowned upon to just go to the movie theater, buy some popcorn, and then come home? No, we have people do that all the time. Most of the time, it's with their refillable buckets, and they're like, refill, please. And I'm like, you got it. Have a good night. Uh, But yeah, I. uh, But yeah! I am the assistant manager now, one of the assistant managers now. And uh, that has been an interesting transition because it definitely happened very suddenly. What time do you go in now? Uh, Still going at five? So. Because of just how sudden the promotion was, I still had my schedule of like, oh, you're supposed to be in concessions closing. So I'm still like going in at five. Oof. But they're like, mm, we'll just have like the, this person cover your closing duties and you can be the manager. Mostly as like training. Just so, so what do you, like what do, you do as a manager? A lot of the same stuff that I did when I was a staff leader just because I took on a lot of stuff. But now like it's it's the office work as well. So it's like... Counting out people's drawers and, you know, the safe and stuff like that. Making sure that all the projection stuff runs properly. Inventory, which I was already doing. Order sheets. Schedules, potentially. Like, there's, there's, schedules? Well, there's a, a lot of stuff that I could be responsible for, oh, but we okay. have enough managers that, like... Oh, okay. But since I've been going in at 5, mm-hmm. and actually yesterday I went in early. I went in at, like, 4, 4.40. Ooh, that's a long shift. Uh, yes, uh, but I went in early because like I knew it was going to be busy, and so I wanted to get there, get time for people to like swap out their drawers. I walked in. Uh, the popper was almost empty of popcorn, and like we were producing more, but it was still almost empty. And like I saw what people were doing. Uh, we had we had one of the dentistries rent out one of the theaters, and so like we had to make popcorn, you know, for all of them. So that took up like a lot of our our popper stuff. Uh, I wasn't planning to clock in until like closer to five when I was supposed to be there, but I was like, "Oh, this grind is a, time! This baby. is an emergency. We need another set of hands." So I clocked in. I started up the second popper, which has not been used in over two years. Oh my god! Because we never need to, but we were like almost out of popcorn. I was like, "We need to get this thing going just so we have more popcorn being made." Because it was getting to the point where like people were just standing in front of the popper waiting for it to pop, and it would be like three or four people. So it would be like taking care of four customers. It was like like when you stay in line in a Disney ride. And it doesn't move efficiently. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's the difference between you where you move a little bit frequently versus like you move forward five people every five minutes. You get mm-hmm. a good jump, but less yeah. frequently. It's better to move a little bit yeah. frequently. Keeps you going, keeps you keeps Hopeful. you satisfied. Exactly, exactly. So it was not going well. So I got that second popper running, uh, producing popcorn, and then we had to break that down and clean it um, before the end of the night. Right. Which was fine, because we still had, like, more people there, so I was like, I'll go take care of the dishes real quick, you just scrub this thing down, like, we'll just get it done. We got it done, like, half hour top, just from, like, dealing with customers, we would have gotten right. sooner if we just did it straight. But, yeah, that's... My man's a working man. Yeah. But, no, so, because I went in at, like, 4.30, and I didn't leave until, like, one twenty in the morning, just because I have to wait for, like, the last movie to drop, wait for everybody to leave, double check around there, and then I can leave. Um, I did, like, almost nine hours... But paychecks are nice. That's though. a nice paycheck. Yeah. It is a very nice paycheck. I get paid. I won't get this week of work until mm-hmm. the next paycheck. Right. You get paid bi weekly. Yeah, yes. It sucks. I yeah, I know. I started getting paid weekly. 
Shit's oh, amazing. So much better. Everyone's like, oh, bi-weekly is good because it helps you save, but you get like a fat chunk. Yeah. I know monthly well, I want to get paid for the work that I do. I know. Bi- or bi-weekly is all right. I personally fine. love monthly weekly. Is the worst. Monthly's terrible. I couldn't imagine. You would have to be so strict and responsible about that. Yeah. You would, you would have, have to have be... a fat chunk of money every month. If I were to get all of my money for the month of work that I did on one day, I would have to be like, okay, I got to set like this aside for this bill, this aside for this bill, this aside for this bill, yeah. just because that's why I'm... But now I've got, you know, X hundred dollars left over right. just because I don't have to pay a lot. And then it's like, oh, now I just have that. I know. And the weekly, temptation. Weekly so nice. Every week I give myself a hundred dollars left in my checking. That's what I, every week I give myself a hundred bucks. If I know I want to buy something expensive, I leave 200. Yeah. Okay. But I leave myself a hundred dollars. Paychecks for me are around 450 to 500 That's every nice. week. It's nice. very nice. I usually sit about there when I do like a full week of work, like a full 40 right. hour. Uh, I usually sit about four to 450. Yeah. Yeah. And like so I set myself and that gives me a big chunk of money to put my savings, which is very good. But if I get paid monthly, not not only would that be large, but I, I wouldn't be able to ration it. Not oh, yeah, no. I would go crazy. No. I would go in debt if, if I was paid monthly. Yeah. Now that I'm, like, counting out drawers and stuff and dealing with, like, larger quantities of money than just, like, what I have in my drawer, like, I can see what, like, big sums of money look like, like, in person. Like, oh, that's what that much money looks like. And it's like... This is tempting. <laughs> Not even that it's like tempting or anything. They're like, man, but it's just like that. Like, that's something that I couldn't like fathom before. Is like oh. I can't imagine having like no, a thousand dollars in my hand. I know exactly where you come from. When I bought my first car, I paid for it out of pocket, mm-hmm. and the power I had from just holding three thousand one hundred dollars to hand to a man in like physical cash in cash to hand to a man giving it to another man to buy a in 99 the purest form of capitalism to buy a 99 Pontiac Firebird love of my life right mm. there good love old thunder car. chicken love the thunder chicken v6 that's why it was a thunder chicken but anyways the the power in my hand was it was surreal it's electrifying you hold that in your hand and you're it's like electric. i have <laughs> All the power in the world now. All of it. And, and now, it is now yours. And I am taking that car. I am taking that. This is an exchange of goods. Deal. I sold the car for... I sold the car for 5000 Did you really? Yeah. Holy so I've, I've gotten... That here's my car situation. I've made some good fucking freaking money. I've made a profit out of cars. From getting nicer cars, I made a profit. I bought a Pontiac Firebird for 3000 Sold, sold the sucker for five. Profit of two. I think four eighty. So a four thousand eight hundred four eighty is not. We'll correct. call it like a thou half profit. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, I made some good profit. Yeah, and then we bought a Jeep. Right. For how much did I buy my Jeep for? Five seven. I think. Oh, I think. Who's calling me? Uh, I've gotten this number. damn number from New York a thousand times. Some telemarketer that never even says anything. Okay. So, anyways, I think I bought the Jeep for six. Okay, so that was about a thousand dollar loss. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know though, because I spent three thousand. I'm just gonna. We won't worry about the numbers. Yeah. Spent three thousand to get the potty Firebird. Sold it for five. That's a two thousand dollar profit. Sure. Bought the. I think the Jeep for six thousand or seven thousand. One of the two. So that's either equalizing or leaving me with a thousand. Yeah. 
And then we had the Jeep and then I sold the Jeep for 10,000 because it's a Jeep in Florida. Everyone wants wants one. So I sold the Jeep, Jeep Wrangler, it was a shitty ass Jeep, to some old couple. Really shitty Jeep. And I got that sucker for, I think we sold it for 10,000. And then I bought my nice ass 2009 Toyota Tacoma for 7,500. I've made a large profit, that's or at least I've stayed cash. even. Yeah, in the very least, you're not wasting money. Oh, no. Cars. I've gotten a very nice yeah. truck. I've gone from a Firebird to a Jeep to a truck. It's a nice truck. It is very nice. I love it. It's got a sub in the back. It's mm-hmm. great. Nice tires. But anyways, that's... I mean, I've gotten it's pretty lucky. Of cars, yeah. So next thing I know, I'm going to sell my truck and then buy a Tesla. Uh, yeah, that's... The, and make some money. That'll work, yeah. <laughs> Net profit I'll, I'll buy the Tesla. new Tesla truck. You're getting the fucking Cybertruck. The Cybertruck, yes, man. Nick, as we're winding down the podcast here, uh, I gotta ask, what's nice? What's what's one nice thing that you've done this week? What's one nice thing I've done this week? Yes, sir. Last week was buying my dad's Christmas gift. Correct. One nice thing I've done this week, you know, have I done anything nice? To, I don't think I've really done anything nice this week. Um, you know, no, here you go, here you go. Me and two of the boys, mm. you, were, you were busy that night. I texted you and you it's were fine. like, fuck you, bitch, I'm at work. Anyways. That was, that's exactly what I said, actually. That is exactly. I could go But the, the nice thing I did is that it was me, uh, Ethan, who will definitely have on the podcast yeah. someday, and then John Hutton. Jay If you're familiar with John Hutton. I remember, yeah. Uh, John Hutton, he's one, he's one of the lads. He is. He's, very, he's a lad, man. He, a he's lad. beyond a boy. He's a lad. Yeah. All right, but... Uh, so it was us three. We went. We got some pizza, um, and then we went to a beyond delicious ice cream shop. Uh, have you ever heard of Maggie D's? You've been trying to take me there. Dude, for Maggie months. D's is so good, dude. So good. The best ice cream I've ever had. All right, but we went to Maggie D's and we boys crack. We went to Maggie D's and while we were there, um, we all just got small cups. Maggie D's is pretty cheap, and they give you a fuck ton of ice cream, dude. You get yes. a small cup, cup small, okay. But they give you this fat scoop and they cram it in there and you're like, all right, that's enough. And then they get one more fat scoop and they slap that boy on top. You get as many flavors as you want. It's like per amount of scoops. Like I think a small is two scoops, a medium is three, and a large is four. And it can be just any flavor. Yeah, and you can, you, can, you can do any two flavors and it's just one scoop of each flavor, however mm-hmm. you want it. Absolutely delicious. But we all got, uh, we each got a small cup and it's pretty cheap. So I just, I just paid for those two. While they were picking theirs... Picking their flavors. I had already gotten mine. I went to the counter. I was like, I'll pay for my small cup and their two. And they didn't know it. And then when we were done, I, you know, I paid mine. I walked over. Mm-hmm. And then they walked up to the counter to pay. And the girl's like, you guys are good. And they're like, what the fuck? And I was like, gotcha, bitch. So anyways, that, that's what I've Financial. Done. Financial. Because I make a whole bunch of money now for a strong price. Correct. Um, but that's what I've done. Chase, how about you? Um, so the first one that comes to mind is... Uh, a spin on what I want to be my favorite segment, Shitty Customer of the Week, but no one's really stood out this week, so we're skipping that. Uh, I had a great customer. Of a the great week. customer. Um, Very few in a It's so infrequent, but God, when they happen, it feels good. Uh, so there is this lady that comes into my theater every so often. Not, not often enough to be a regular, right? but like... Enough to know the face. Enough to know the face and has been coming for so... like. So regulars usually come in like, like I've got people that come in like every Tuesday night and like I know them because I'm there Tuesday nights. I'm like, hey, what are we seeing tonight? Mm -hmm. What's up? And I've got a rapport with them. And then there's the people that like 
have just been coming there for the full like 10 years of the building being open maybe like once every couple of months right so just longevity over like frequency right um and that's this lady she she's just been coming forever um and so she came in yesterday uh and and she like came to me was like hey how are you doing and i'm like oh i'm doing great uh she's like how's school going like just asking me all these questions um just like genuinely like i can like read it on her like genuinely like I like I want to know that you're doing well, that everything's going great. Just, just a sweet woman. Just a very sweet, kind woman. I couldn't remember where I knew her from. Like she, because like she was just like, "Hi, how are you?" And so I just responded in like my customer service, like, "I'm doing great. How are you today, ma'am?" Uh, and and then she started asking me like more than normal yeah, like conversation, touching like, the personal yeah, side. Yeah, on uh, just just barely skimming the surface, and I was like, "Okay, so she definitely knows me." Like, not just, like, I am a person who works mm-hmm. here. She recognizes me as an individual. So I know her from somewhere. And I just could not. I've had that as a, being, being a lifeguard. Yeah. I've had so many people like, hey, how you doing, Nick? And they know me my name. And, and I'm just like, like doing I'm, I'm doing great. How are you? And I have no idea who the fuck not they are. Not a problem. I just no absolutely just no idea. And they ask you something personal, and you're just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm great. And doing great. Boss. I'm good, but but I gotta go. Someone's drowning behind me. So see ya. So I'll catch you the next time I see ya, which is at some hopefully point. never. Yeah, I don't know you. Yeah, but Chase, we've been trailing on for way too long. I didn't even finish my nice thing. Well, fuck. I'm sorry. Finish it then. Anyway, so this lady is just like talking to me, uh, and then she's like, "Hey." You know, real quick, I know you guys are busy, but I need a, uh, like, we have a couple of different, like, disability devices. So, like, if you're blind, we have, like, an audio thing that describes what's going on. Uh, or if you're deaf, we have, like, a text readout of, like, what's what's going on. So we have stuff like that. And so she was asking for, like, the text readout, uh, the descriptive text. And she was like, hey, would, you know, would you mind grabbing this for me? And I was like, you got it. 10-4, boss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 10 4 bo- <laughs> What, 10 for dinosaur? <laughs> 10 for dinosaur. Um, no, so I went up and grabbed it, but then she, like, I couldn't find her in the lobby. Oh, Luckily, no. I'd set it to the theater that it was supposed to be, so I went in there and, like, I gave it to her. I was like, hey, here is this right. And I, like, hand-delivered it. Like, a good young lad. Like a good And she was young. very, very appreciative. She was like, oh, thank you so much. I totally forgot. I would have had to come back out here. Like, thank you, thank you so much. And then she caught me, like, after her movie got out. Uh, and it was, it was a little bit slower, so, like, we were able to talk for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was like, hey, how was it? She was like, it was really... She went to go see that new Mr. Rogers movie, is what it was. There's a new Mr. Rogers movie? Yeah, with Tom Hanks. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I've not even heard of that. Well, I work at a theater, so... Yeah, I don't keep I up with movies. I'm not a big movie person. That's fine. I watch superhero movies. That's about it. Uh, but yeah, so we were talking about that for a minute, and just having, like, a really lovely conversation. Um, and so it just felt nice. Just she felt, was nice, just and I did a nice, nice thing, and it was great. It was great. Nice, heartwarming. And I think that's really what the purpose of doing a nice thing every week is. Just, just something to make the heart feel good. So this is the end of our podcast. I hope you all enjoyed, and I hope every week you guys are striving to do something good something to make someone happy and i hope you all have enjoyed our podcast we recently have opened up a new twitter 
at your, your best, best friends, friends on twitter.com on twitter.com so as always i've been nicholas fisher accompanied by chase rumfelt and we are your, your best, best friends. friends please never make me do the outro again so closing up our week this sunday no that's not gonna work at all <laughs> i really was hoping that would work I saw you start. I was like, so closing up our week this Sunday. I heard the engine start that vroom, boom, 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 but then it just kept clicking. Click, 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 click. I'm not meant for out there, Chase.